This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much. Good morning and welcome everybody to our Monday show. And it is Monday, June 29th. Thank you for joining us today. We have a lot to get to, so we will go around the room uh, talking about everything coming up. I'll let you know that we do have a true crime report. And as part of today's true crime report, a bonus treat. We've got the Florida Man game coming up. So everybody can play along to the Florida Man game. And see if we get a winner this week. That's coming up with a true crime report later this morning. Lisa's, uh, I don't know if she's going to have the rock news or not. I should have checked in on that. Lisa, good morning. (laughs) Good morning. Are you going to have the rock news from Quarantineville? I I can, if you would like me to. Well, sure. Uh, Why don't we get started with what everybody's working on, Lisa, Uh, What do you have coming up this morning in news headlines? Well, we know that Texas is shut down right now. But how do you feel about Texas Republicans moving forward with their plans for in-person, indoor conventions? I don't know. Next month in Houston. So much Texas went. He's making fun because your connection was glitching out there, Lisa. (laughs) It was hilarious. I was going to say, I was like, is it? Is it glitching out right now? A little glitchy, yeah. I don't know why. I was going to say, I actually can hear myself in feedback, too. Oh, well, you didn't glitch out that time, so... I'm sorry. Okay, well... So do the do the headline again? I don't. I couldn't make it out. Okay, Texas Republicans, they're going to be moving forward. Oh, and there it goes. It sounds good now. All right, they're moving forward with plans for in-person indoor conventions happening next month in Houston, one of the biggest COVID-19 hotspots. Sounds smart, right? Yeah, no, it's reasonable. Yeah, totally. Uh, Yeah, right now, and uh, let's just add a cherry on top. They do not think they will be requiring masks there as well. So that sounds super smart. Real excited about that. Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm, I mean, I'm going to quit being surprised by anything, I guess, at this yeah. point, right? Kind of. It's kind of what you have to go with. Brandon, sports headlines this morning. What do we have coming up today in sports? Cam Newton found himself a team. Yeah, who was it? Oh, you want me to tell you now? We're not just teasing yeah. it out? Well, I don't know. I mean, people who are really into sports they're already gonna pr- know. probably heard it already. That's yeah, the New England Patriots. Are for the starting job. I mean, right? If you if you were to draft Cam Newton, you're talking about for the starting job. Well, probably. you're not going to draft him because he's been well, in the not draft him, but if you sign now. him, you know what I mean. No, I th- no, they signed him to a one year deal. It's worth uh, seven and a half million dollars, and it's really just kind of a you know come in and show us what you can do. Uh, the future of the franchise is still for Jared Stidham, um, but yeah, bringing bringing Cam Newton in, let's really just kind of kick the tires and see what he's got. And uh, Joanna's got her eye on entertainment news. So, Joanna, what are we looking forward to as far as Hollywood news notes go? Mike Henry says that he will no longer voice the character of Cleveland Brown on Family Guy. Why not? Because he believes, quote, that persons of color should play characters of color. 
Therefore, I will be stepping down from the role. Is he a white guy? He is a white guy. The guy... I, you know, I always just assumed it was. Years that he's I, been Cleveland. Never knew that either. I really? Always assumed I it didn't. was just what's his name. Oh, Seth his name is all Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, I mean, not that I ever put a whole lot of thought into it, but Brandon, this is your big opportunity. They're looking for a new <laughs> actor to voice Cleveland, and you do. And this is this is not. Uh, I'm not just saying this to praise you. It's true. You do the best <laughs> Cleveland Brown impersonation that I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Peter. We had a we had a Cleveland uh, impersonation contest between Brandon and Jay Farrow. Uh-huh. You know who's a professional. Uh, used to be on Saturday Night Live. Professional master impersonationist. Yes. Brandon's was a little better. Brandon's was. You know who should do it though? Doesn't Elliot Threat do a good Cleveland? I think Elliot kind of naturally sounds yeah, I think like people Cleveland. Kind of naturally <laughs> that Elliot just sounds like Cleveland. Maybe we, Elliot, this is your chance. Yeah, this is Elliot's chance. I don't know. I think just like uh, audition remotely, Brandon. And <laughs> don't don't, let, don't tell him your wife, huh? Don't let him see my face. You know, or, or darken it up a little bit, put a little shoe polish on there, and make them think you're African American. No, before no. they know it, you got the job. As long as you never have to meet him in person. Hey, man, how'd you get the job? Blackface. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear a little Cleveland, because I'm not joking. It's really great Cleveland. Right? I don't know if I can do it this early in the morning. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can do it this early in the morning. Boom. <laughs> nice. Dude, you realize you probably make great. like a million a year doing that voice. Well, I'm out. You need to do it. See you guys. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. We got a lot on the way today. I'm going to have. Oh, you know what I'm going to have for you, Joanna? What's that? A pun theater. Oh, and I've got that coming up here in just a few seconds. Ooh. Well, uh, on Friday, the governor let us know that bars were shutting back down, but they didn't give a time frame on that. It's not like. 30 days. I think people would feel a lot better if you'd say, listen, we're shutting down for 30 days, and then at the end of the 30 days, it'll either expire or we'll we'll <laughs> set it again. It's just the not knowing that's a big part of it, well, I there's think. There's no rules people. in this apocalypse, all right? I know, but don't you think people would, would deal with it better if it was like, all right, so you're saying I got to close, but can you tell me when we might reopen? I, I, I get they can't know for sure, but it just gives some people some light yeah, at the end of the tunnel. I agree. You know? I, no, I do agree with that. And I think it would also help people like, hey, if we can get the numbers underneath that 10% threshold or whatever it was, we will try and reopen these businesses. I think more people would be like, okay, sit down, shut down, like shut up, lock down, and let's see. The One of the problems that I will agree with is that um, – like I know just personally a lot of my friends they all went and got tested on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. There was a huge amount of people that ended up going and getting tested. So, I'm just off of those numbers. I mean, it was one of those points where like everyone's in line at the drive-thru <laughs> testing and it's like, "Hey, there's so and so." Lisa said it was like a there. party It was like a party at the drive-thru testing site. Everybody's there getting their tests done and everyone's just saying what's up to each other. So, but because of that, because there's so many people that went and got tested 
COVID, I think that there's going to be another large surge in cases, but it is because so many people are getting tested. Like on yesterday, I'm, I honestly think I'm going to get my results back today. And the reason, cause I get tested twice. I called buzz on Friday. Oh my gosh. I didn't tell you guys why I'll call you. I'll, I'll message you in the group chat, but I called buzz on Friday and I told him, I was like, Hey, just to let you know, I got a second test done. And I was like, and the reason oh why God, is buzz because I doesn't even remember you did. He's looking at his Watch. phone right now. Jeez, Buzz, I called you. And then you hung up on me, by the way. I did? Yeah. What? I don't even remember you calling. Look at I him. I called you because I was like, hey, your boy is going on an insane kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, anyway, <laughs> so then we shall... I'll write it in the group chat, yeah. everybody. Yeah, what but the hell no, so we, I, I end up telling him, hey, I'm going to go get a second test done. And the reason why is because I want to make sure that I get some results. Because, like I said, a lot of places, I was told seven to ten days. But then I'm talking to mm-hmm. other people and they're saying, well, I got tested on Friday by the military and I got my results back two days later. Then I'm talking to other people saying, well, I went to this and this urgent care and I got my results back in five days. Then I'm talking to another person. They're like, I went to this place down the street and I got my results in 45 minutes. They ought to put that out on a side. Like how much the gas is, except at all the different medical centers and urgent care. Yeah. How like quick your results in forty five minutes? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Or it's free. Like you know how they have. <laughs> like you know how they have those ones for the ER. Have you ever seen yeah. those billboards where it's like the wait, the wait time, time is oh, and it's like yeah. ten minutes or something like that. Yeah. So I was like, all right, you know what? Screw it. One of my friends, he said, he's like, hey, I'm going to go get tested again. Um, Let's just go together. I'm like, all right, cool. So we went and got retested, but we got there. It's like everybody we knew was all on the lines. We're like, dude, it's a drive through party in the testing parking lot. And they're like, please stay in your cars. Stop talking to each other through the windows. We're like, okay, we apologize. Roll that up. (laughs) But yeah, so we went and did that. And it was actually really, really easy. We went to the National Guard testing site. Um, that's over in kind of by Joanna's house. And yeah, it took like 30 minutes. They were super friendly. And most of my friends have already gotten their results back. So, um, I, I'm pretty sure I should be getting it back today. It was interesting though, cause out of all of our friends, there was a bunch of us hanging out together. Um, the past like two weekends, only one of us has tested positive, but somebody in your immediate group of friends has tested positive oh, for COVID-19. No, yeah, and our one person in the immediate group, but the thing is, he's the only one out of everybody else. Like, all the rest of our friends have all gotten tested. Everybody's come coming back negative so far. So we're like, okay, so there's one. Let's see if there's two. Uh, so we're just waiting to get, I think there's like about like four or five of us left that haven't gotten our results. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting because this person is someone that's been with us um, doing, the, doing everything like when we're hanging out together and, but all of us are just kind of like, it's the only one. It's just kind of strange, but yeah, I, I, I'm going to see, I'm going to say there's probably going to be a large amount of cases going up in the past next few days, just because of the amount of people that I have personally like heard of or that are getting tested, but it's, it's so easy. That's the one thing that baffles me is, uh, I was talking to friends in California and they're telling me, they're like, no, you can't get a COVID test unless you are showing symptoms. You cannot get a test. So it's kind of, it's strange. If you can get the test and it's so easy right now, why don't you go do it? That's, that's just kind of my own personal thinking on all this. All right. And if it comes back negative, then you can come back to work tomorrow. 
Yes. If it oh, comes well, back. I'm going to talk to yeah, I'm going to talk to uh, our boss Kevin and see what he says and be like, do you want to wait till the second test comes back just to like be doubly sure? Uh, just because there was such a close exposure. <laughs> Buzz to me. is just. You, you know what he's jockeying for here, Lisa, right? No, well, I you mean, you need to come back into the studio with me. Well, somebody yes, needs to be the in the studio with me. Joel. Why? Nico, is he on his I way? I thought Nico would be here. Uh, no. I, nice. What are we drinking this morning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cracking the top off the first beer of the morning, folks. It's quarantine time. If I'm not coming in, <laughs> might as well, huh? Time. All right, who's ready for a pun Dude, theater? Was that right on top of the mic? No, I tried to lean it back, but I think it was because it's a 360 <laughs> mic, so I didn't realize it picks up everything behind it. You guys, hey. that was my bad. You ready, bad Joanna, guess. for your pun theater? Yeah. All right, here goes. All right, here's something uh, I bet you didn't know about me, but I have a, uh, a a racing snail. I enter them in snail races. Oh, oh, wow. Well, I took the shell off my racing snail, uh-huh. hoping that would make him go faster. Did it? Well, if anything, it just made him more sluggish. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a good start. <laughs> It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, Sasha Baron Cohen uh, pulled off another (laughs) prank antic, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen stuff. So I'll talk about that here in just a second. Also, a beloved TV icon is in a bad way. Uh, So we'll talk about that coming up in just a few minutes. Here's a video that went viral out of Florida. It's two people on the on the highway uh, crossing a bridge into Navarre, Florida, on their mobilized scooters. So the, it's like they were going to the beach, and they're in their hover rounds. I don't know if that's the brand. Could be a rascal for all I know, but it's definitely some motorized people. scooter. Motorized scooter, and it backed up traffic. Uh, the driver behind them was providing commentary because if you do something in America, it needs to be caught on video. <laughs> Look at all the cars. It shows a, a thing of the bridge, and all the cars are just backed up because these people are riding their mobility scooters. Ha <laughs> They're booking pretty good, though, for motorized scooters, I have to say. They're not as fast as a golf cart, but they're they're faster than yeah, most, most motorized scooters. I mean, they might be doing a, a solid 12-mile-an-hour clip there, possibly. <laughs> oh, God, thank God this guy was first in line, huh? Yeah, what will they do with the lights? See, this is when if this were a TV show, they would break to commercial, and then they would bring you back. Oh my God, where did the other one go? 
<laughs> the other one go. just ditched the other one. Well, she pulled off. I don't know if she know. She realized, oh my god, I'm on a I'm on a highway <laughs> in a motorized scooter. Yeah, there was a morning show I worked with twenty like something years ago, and one of the guys on the show worked or he lived in kind of an old folks community. Like it wasn't a home or anything like that, but do you ever have those communities or have you ever heard of those communities where it's designed for people 65 plus? Yeah. Like oh, the, Del Sol. Well, yeah. Like Del the Web. villages. Yeah. So yeah. He, he lived in an area like those are that. Those great. And he was getting upset because he was constantly being late for things because they would be out on their golf carts <laughs> in the road <laughs> and he couldn't get around them. It's so. He j- and, and he was constantly told that, well, there's nothing we can really do about it, according to the Homeowners Association. So uh-huh. he got yeah. in his own golf cart and then hopped on the freeway. Oh, <laughs> the and guy you ca- worked with. Yeah, and it caused every news station was out there. The helicopters were over top, and it's just this, go- uh, this golf cart putting along the freeway. <laughs> and he ended up uh, getting pulled over and getting a ticket because it wasn't street legal because he didn't have taillights. Oh, no. He probably didn't have blinkers either. No. There is only one living member of the original cast of Gilligan's Island. One. One. Do you know who it is? It's not. It's not Gilligan. No. Nope. It's not the skipper. Bob Denver passed away. Alan Hale Jr. passed away like thirty years ago. Oh, it's the it's um <laughs> Mary Jane, isn't it? Oh, you know what? I, I take it back. There are two. Mary. Wait, wait, hold on, Lisa. Who was it? Oh, Mary Jane. It's Mary Jane. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they didn't want to get off that island. <laughs> I think, it was legal there. I think Ginger's alive, too. I, I take it back. I think Tina Louise oh, is still okay. alive. But Don Wells, who played Marianne, this is not a fun story, guys, but oh. Don Wells oh. is in an assisted living facility where she is battling dementia, and now she's got a problem with an obsessed fan, according to her manager. Uh, Don's manager recently filed legal documents to protect her from a guy who's allegedly been trying to take advantage of her. Let's see if the story gives a few more details. The manager says that this guy, it's a guy fan, has been writing and calling Dawn since March, telling her he wants to marry her, but also pumping her for personal information like her social security number and things like that. That's not a fan, that's a scam. Mm-hmm. Despite her condition, Don Wells has rejected his, his advances, but he won't go away. And her manager's worried that she's just not going to have the mental faculties to to resist him, and it's causing her great mental anguish. Don's manager thinks that this guy could also be capable of doing some physically harm, some physical harm. A judge agreed and barred the man from coming within a hundred yards of her, and. Uh, Marianne from Gilligan's Island is 81 today. Yeah, Tina Louise is also Tina Louise is still alive, yeah. She's 86. Here's a story about Sasha Baron Cohen sneaking into uh, a right-wing event. Over the weekend, he infiltrated an outdoor rally by a right-wing group called the Three Percenters. In the state of Washington, Baron Cohen posed as the singer of a country band, complete with overalls, a cowboy hat, and a fake beard. <laughs> and he got this the crowd really to sing crazy. along as he uh, 
wished the COVID-19 on people like Dr. Anthony Fauci, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and the World Health Organization. No, no, no. We're going to chop them up like the Saudis do. That's the song. And people were singing along. Well, he also suggested infecting or injecting Obama and Fauci with the Wuhan flu. As for the World Health Organization, he said we should chop them up like the Saudis do. That's right. <laughs> uh, and people, people sang along. Like that's the thing is they're saying they're like the audience was horrified. No, they weren't. They were singing with him. Well, we're going to hear from one of the organizers. The organizers say that people were disgusted, but they're clearly. <laughs> oh my God, he no, does they look like the guy from Toy Story. <laughs> it, clearly, there were some people in the audience who were into it. Uh, organizers of the rally say they were disgusted by what was going on on stage, but they couldn't stop him because he had security protecting protecting him. So here's a little bit of uh, Sasha Baron Cohen in character as a country singer singing the Wuhan flu song. All right. <laughs> Have you ever seen the video where he's in a country bar and he's, he's singing his throw the Jew down the well? Yeah, they're saying that this is just as great as that. It's about an eight-minute video of him performing, and you can hear people are cheering, they're <laughs> laughing, they're singing along. He's like, remember, I say, what are we going to do? You say, chop them up like the Saudis do. Ready? And people are singing along with him, and they're just laughing and having a good time. And I'm just sitting there like, this is amazing. that he." They think it might be uh, a video that he filmed for his new season of This Is America. Okay. So they're thinking that this may be a, like a part of that that he's doing um, because it was really smart. They, it's kind of stupid on the event organizers because they thought, oh, this big name, do this big no name donor, this big donor is going to donate all the security for us for this event. This is great. They're hiring fifty security guards for us, and they didn't think any of that looked suspicious because then in the end, the security guards turned on the organizers <laughs> of the event, and that's how they were able to keep them on stage is that when they went to try and pull the power, there was three security guards that were blocking them from it. And when they tried to rush the stage, there was security guards like blocking him. I mean, he really did a well-orchestrated attack right, on wh this event. Whatever, whatever uh, fake name or fake band name he gave, couldn't you do a Google search just so that, who are these guys? We should check them out and see what we're getting. And see <laughs> or even, what's the name of the donor that just gave us all this money? No name? Sounds legit. Let's let him perform. The organizers say that they and everyone in their crowd was disgusted, but clearly not, not everybody was disgusted. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, we have a movie topic today. And here is Brandon Coates to tell us uh, what our movie topic is, also where it's from, where did it get started, and I guess we're going to do this kind of like a contest, right? Kind of. I figured we'd do it a little Family Feud style. I've got the top seven answers on the board. The number one answer, though, has already been taken off because I mentioned that in our pre-show meeting, but it comes from Reddit, and the question is, what movie title would be the weirdest if it were the title of a porno? Damn it. I already forgot what he said in the meeting. Buzz, do you remember what I said in the meeting? I do. I do. Oh! I'm, I'm the only one that doesn't remember. Uh, do you want me to, do you well, want me to say it? She's going to lose a turn when she says it. <laughs> no, if she doesn't remember it, she won't say it. Go ahead and say it, Buzz. Uh, 
Okay, this would be this was a regular movie. It won awards. Had my favorite actor in it. It'd be terrible if it were a porno title. Uh huh. There will be blood. Oh. <laughs> there you go. That's right. So that one would get a that one would get a point. For that me. would get a point. All right. And I also have mm-hmm. so I've got the top seven, but I also have a few more that made it onto the list. So. Because it's a real, it's a big long shot whether or not you guys are actually going to be able to name. Yeah, because I, I have a couple, but I'm like, I don't know. We'll see. I have one I think is good. My, really my good. real forte is altering real movie titles to turn them into porn <laughs> <Your> titles. <forte>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my forte. Like, I'll How pack about it. every time we say movie title, you try and yes. turn it into a porn title? Okay. <laughs> All right, so who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'll go first. Oh. No, go ahead. All right, I'm ready. Press the buzzer at the same time. I'm going to go. I'll go first. I don't have a buzzer right now. I have a dog (laughs) that's snoring next to me. All right, I'm ready. Go. Blood in, blood out. (laughs) Blood (laughs) in. We're going with the blood theme here. Blood out. (laughs) Survey says. Oh. No, oh, no, no! But that is a damn good one. I'll tell you that. <laughs> my guest is my guess is going to be. Are you ready? Yeah. Enter yeah. the dragon. Ooh. Enter the <laughs> dragon. Oh my! God. That actually I think is good. Survey says. Mm. No. Oh, no. All right, Joanna. All right, Joanna. All right. I told you it's going to be a long shot because I mean I, we're taking all movies into consideration mm-hmm. here. All right, I got one. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the survey says. Oh. So we'd far, be out. no If goes. we were the family, we'd be out So already. if I was doing yeah. a, if I wanted to turn that one into a porno title, it would, it, it, some of them are real simple. It would be the League of Extraordinarily Well-Hung Gentlemen. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there you go. See, it's kind of a gift. <laughs> okay. okay. And enter the dragon? Uh... Enter the Hung Dragon? Um, no, I think Enter the Dragon. On See, its I'm, own? <laughs> I'm just picturing somebody giving it to a dragon. <laughs> the dragons? Not, not, yeah, not the, the dragon being... The dragons on the receiving end, so it's Enter <gasps> okay. the Dragon. That was where my whole head was on that one. All right, Lisa, you're up next. What's your first guess? Or your next guess? Die Hard. Die Hard. Nice. That's good. I like that one. <laughs> Service? Yeah, it's on there. It's good on there. Good Number two on Yeah, Die yeah. Hard. Yeah. Brilliant. Scored a point with Die Hard. All, All right, right, Buzzley, you're up. Sweet. This was a, uh, a 1980s rom-com, John Hughes movie with Kevin Bacon, and I think it would make a bad title for a porno. <laughs> Show me she's having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> She's having, having a, baby. a baby. Yeah, come on. Oh. No. Oh. oh, no. All right, Joanna, you're up next. All right. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. <laughs> I like it. I like Thank it. You. Yeah, Thank good you. answer. Good answer. Survey says? Oh. No. Tomb Raider not making it. That is it horrifying. On though. the list. Terrible. Yes. All right, so <laughs> after two rounds, Lisa currently in the lead with one. Lisa, if you get another one off the board, you get the automatic victory. Right. What's your next movie? Oh, brother, where art thou? Uh, oh, uh, oh, brother, uh, where art thou? A personal favorite. I like of it. Buzz. That is a good one. Oh, brother, good where answer. art thou? 
Survey says... That's still no, a good answer. No, no. Still yeah, a good answer. Solid answer, just not quite on the list. All right, Buzz, here's your chance to tie it up with Lisa. <sighs> a regular movie title that would be a terrible porn title. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with 12 Angry Men. 12 Angry Men. 12 right. Angry Men. Yeah. Mm, okay. Survey says... Oh! It's on there? Uh, it was one of the honorable mentions, yes. And it's, oh. was, I'll give you a point. 12 Angry Men made it. All, All right. right. Joanna, you can get a point here. Okay. I'm going to say this one because you guys mentioned it last week. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Wow. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Survey says. Oh. No. Porno version of that would be uh, kiss, 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 kiss poon, tang. <laughs> You're only doing it for selective movies. We say uh, all the movies. Because uh, I forgot. His gift only works every now and then. It's not one of those gifts yeah. that happens it all is, the time. I never claimed it was 100%. It's iffy, if you will. <laughs> All right, so we have right, a tie between Buzz and Lisa. Do you have okay. any backups, or do you just gonna want to do a rapid fire? I mean, I got a couple backups, but say say the say the name again, or like what the contest is. So what, make sure because what movie yeah. title would be the weirdest if it were the title of a porno? I don't even want to say this one. Let yeah. me go with my second trick. No, come Let on. Go. Type it in the chat then. Yeah, type it in the message and I'll and I'll uh we'll see if we can say it. Um interesting. I just sent it to you, Brandon. Oh. <laughs> oh. Why can't I see it? Go with choice number because 2 cuz she's in, in a the, Facebook chat. We'll tell you we'll chat. tell you when we come back. Lisa went dark. You can't sit with can us. Can you say it on the air? <laughs> Uh, no, I, just, I don't know if it's a good one. She'll yeah, be not worth harshly. It. I'm gonna go with Apocalypse Now. Ooh, Ooh. Uh, Apocalypse Now. Survey says. Oh no! Oh no! Did not make it. Buzzley, oh, you got another one here. Porno version of that is I'll pack your lips now. Oh, stupid! I, I'm out. I don't have any. More. I have one. Joanna. Okay. The Fast and the Furious. Ooh, the Fast and the Furious. See, but aren't those answer, good? good answer. But aren't those good porn names? Well, Fast well, it's, it's, is what never be, good. It's what would be weird? Oh, was what the, weird. Was what it says that what movie title would be the weirdest if it were the title of a porno? Oh, see, I was. Oh, I got a good like, one. And Joanna said, names. "Fast and the Furious." Fast survey says, ah. "No." All right, how about this one? Yeah, you ready? Yeah, this is a uh-huh. movie title that would be horrifying if it were a porno title. Okay. 16 candles. 16 that sounds candles. sounds so wrong on so many levels. Right. That's right. Buzz. And thankfully, oh. not on the list. All right, Lisa, you got another backup? Because um, <clears throat> I'm willing to give you the win here because you had backups and Buzz did not. I mean... I didn't know we were doing backups. Gone with the wind? I know, right? Uh, gone with the wind? Mm-hmm. No, but there's one movie just, on here. Oh, wait, go ahead. I was going to say, just tell us now, because I'm like, I'm like, I'm racking my brain. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Okay, so here are some of the other honorable mentions. Cause, so that's why I'm giving Lisa the victory, because Buzz's was technically one of the honorable mentions. It wasn't one of the top seven. So the <laughs> honorable mentions, you had Inside Out. Oh, oh yeah. Inside <laughs> Out. That's good. Okay. Animal Farm. Oh, that's All a good right. one, too. Right. And How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> 
Oh, see, Buzz, you were close. Yeah, see, you were close with Enter the Dragon. Buzz, come up with I think Enter the Dragon is a lot more graphic than How to Train Your Dragon. But it's it's supposed to be weird. Maybe that's why I think Blood In Blood Out should have been on that list. (laughs) Maybe how uh, How to Train Your Dragon is the first movie, and then Enter the Dragon is the sequel. Okay. Ah. All right, so here's the other top seven. We had There Will Be Blood as number one. Number two was Die Hard. Again, what movie title would be the weirdest if it were the title of a porno? Number three, The Nutcracker. The Nutcracker. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. Wait, Damn are we it. saying The Nutcracker is a movie? They made. They turned it into a movie. Okay. They, yeah, got, they did. They did a couple years a ago. A few times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Number four, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. <laughs> number five, A Dog's Purpose. Oh. What movie oh. titles would be the weirdest if it were the title of a porno? Number six, The Secret Life of Pets. And number oh. seven, <laughs> so many I'm a little upset ones. Buzz didn't get this one. What movie what? title would be the weirdest if it were the title of a porno? Pacific Rim. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm ashamed of that you, Buzz. <laughs> so Darn there you it. go. Lisa gets the big victory. Well, since we're talking about movies, uh, I don't know if you guys heard the news, but they're either remaking or rebooting or making a sequel, we're not 100% sure, to Twister, which came out in the, I want to say mid-90s, 96, maybe. That's when Twister came out. Uh, They couldn't have the original cast back. Bill Paxton is no longer with us, and Philip Seymour Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman. Is is gone, so but they're not saying is it a is it a remake, are they rebooting it or is this a uh, a sequel? Uh huh. Didn't Carrie Elway's character die? Yeah, he died in Twister. Okay, you're assuming he died in that gigantic well, explosion mean, after his car plummeted thousands of feet uh, <laughs> after being sucked into uh, a tornado. That's all allegedly. That's a vast assumption, sir. I guess Helen Hunt. Don't assume. Helen Hunt is still yes. out there. They could so. bring in Paul Reiser and they could do like a crossover of Mad About You and Twister. Mad About Twisters. There That's what go. they should call it. <laughs> yes. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. President uh, Donald Trump denied Sunday that he knew about an intelligence report that had concluded that Russia paid a bounty to the Taliban to kill American troops serving in Afghanistan. The controversy here is that Trump says that he had not seen the report. A lot of people, uh, you know, who watch politics and this sort of stuff say that there's there's no way he didn't see uh, this report. Uh, Trump said on Twitter that neither he nor Vice President Mike Pence was briefed on the classified assessment. And then Trump tried to discredit the report because it was in the New York Times. Here was the tweet. See, I think there's another explanation. I think maybe he was not briefed on this. Uh, Here's the tweet. Nobody briefed or told me at VP Pence or Chief of Staff at Mark Meadows about the so-called attacks on our troops in Afghanistan by Russians. I'm going to stop there because that that's kind of disturbing. The so-called attack. Your intelligence services are saying, hey, here's what one of our adversaries is up to. 
and you're like there were totally attacks. Yeah, your your uh, and your position is, I'd never heard about it, and I don't believe it. Uh, back to the tweet. Uh, the so-called attacks on our troops in Afghanistan by Russians, as reported through an anonymous source by the fake news New York Times. Everybody's denying it, and there have not been many attacks on us. In another tweet, Trump wrote, nobody's been tougher on Russia than the Trump administration. I'm sorry, I can't say it with a straight face. I mean, I was trying to, mm-hmm. to say it without, without breaking there, but I couldn't do it. Uh, comes as the uh, second straight day the White House pushed back on a Times report and came as Trump has faced withering criticism from Democrats. So at issue is, was Trump briefed on that? He says no. Some people are saying that's impossible. He, he had He's the president. He had to be briefed. As an alternate explanation... I think there is a chance that Trump, his chief of staff, and his vice president might not have been briefed. I think that maybe the intelligence services, CIA, NSA, others, consider the the White House a leak. You know, we're gonna we're gonna have this information, but we don't want to give it to the president because he'll be on the phone that afternoon. Like laying on his bed, mm-hmm. twirling his feet and talking to Putin <laughs> over the phone. Guess what they're saying, Vlad? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I think there's a, there's a chance the intelligence services will sit on some information because it's like we we know that this is a leaky bucket, the White House, and the last thing we need is for POTUS to be on the phone talking to to Putin about what's going on. I guess they're. Uh, Sounds like a sitcom. Putin and the POTUS. (laughs) Yeah, but there there are just a lot of people saying, no, he had to have been. There's no way they wouldn't have briefed the president. And it's not that Russians were in Afghanistan. It's that a bounty was put on uh, American lives, and the bounty would be paid by the Russians to Taliban for killing Americans. That's That's what the intelligence report... Uncovered, But we have seen before at his meeting in Helsinki that the president will ignore everything that all branches of his own intelligence services say if Putin just gives his word. Not even gives his word, just says, Donald, who are you going to believe? It's me, Vladdy. All right. Hey, is Tubby right there? <laughs> yes. Okay. I thought it was me for a second. I was like, God, am I hyperventilating? Am I so mad that I'm hyperventilating? It's Lisa working from home with her with her dog on her lap. No, he's not. He's on the couch behind me, and Joanna's like, by the way, this is a great microphone. Uh, it catches everything. Is yeah. it good Opening microphone. up a sparkling water. I had to I had to stop and think. I'm like, is that buzz? I thought it was me for a second too. All right, so, so let me let me hear your guesses. Who's the artist that's had a top forty album in every decade, including this one, since the nineteen sixties? Nineteen sixties. Yep. Paul McCartney. No, maybe I don't oh. know. It is not Paul McCartney. Then I'm out. It's somebody who would have had a record this year, you know, because it's well. I got Tina Turner. I got my guess, but it comes from the Facebook chat. Is it Tina Turner? Not Tina Turner. 
What does the Facebook chat have to say about this issue? Or do you want to go and strike out on your own and try and come up with one? Well, I saw some because, and you're talking about somebody who recently released something. Ooh, it was yeah, a, that's a very long song nope. that we broke down over and over again. We were trying to understand trying all to the figure references. figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. I'm going Bob Dylan. Nice. Bob, right, Bob Dylan's al- 2020 album, Rough and Rowdy Ways, came out and uh, immediately made it into the top 40. So Bob Dylan is the correct answer. Hey-o! Yeah. All right. Special thank you to Rosales in the Facebook chat for that. This is uh, Bob Dylan's magnum opus from his most recent album. Isn't the song like 20 minutes long? 17, yes. I think. It's 17 oh. minutes long. It's called Murder Most Foul. I haven't listened uninterrupted to the entire 17 minutes, but <laughs> the parts that I've heard, it's kind of that over and over again. Like, it doesn't really mix it up musically very much. Nice. I really like when you do the Bob Dylan impression. <laughs> Can you please do it for the podcast? The what? You have to sing along because I uh, don't know the lyrics. We don't to have this the rights. Oh, so just start saying boring. random things. Just start doing it in the Bob Dylan voice. <laughs> I just like to get me a honey bun. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Three men in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> that could be where he's going. Oh. No, oh. rub it up dub it's a murder most foul. Rub it up dub did not end up with three men in a tub. Be a good porno name though though. Hey. Oh. So here is uh here's the scoop. Bob Dylan's first album that appeared on the top forty billboard charts was from nineteen sixty-three. Um dub It was called Rub a Dub Dub. No, it was the Freewheeling Bob Dylan. <laughs> which peaked at number 22 in 1963. Uh, Bob did not debut at number one. He debuted at number two with 53,000 copies of his album sold. It's also his highest charting album in over a decade. Uh, So anyway, Bob Dylan came in number two. Number one this week was Lil Baby's My Turn, which sold 70,000 copies to stay on top. For a fourth week. So let that sink in. In seven different decades, Bob Dylan has had a hit record album. And in some decades, he had many, many hit albums. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Coming up, I've got life hacks for the criminally insane. I supposed a non-criminally insane person might have some use for these but <laughs> but they're really kind of tailor made for for people who are criminally insane. Okay. Earlier we had a topic that uh Brandon brought up regular movie titles that would be horrifying if they were porno movie titles. So if I can remember correctly some of the ones that would be horrifying porno titles would were there will be blood. 
Mm-hmm. Does any Does anybody else remember? Because people were adding theirs on Facebook. Die Facebook. hard. Die, Die hard. <laughs> right. Lisa won the contest by guessing that one. Die hard. I still stand by blood yeah. in, blood out. I don't understand why that's not on the list. Uh-huh. Here's what uh, was recommended. Buzz missed out on Pacific Rim, though. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what people suggested on our Facebook chat. By the way, if you want to go over to Facebook every morning, we've got cameras in the studio. You can see what's happening. Uh, if we if we show pictures and play a video, you can you can see that and just listen to the show that way. There's also a chat that goes on all five hours that the morning shows on, and sometimes it's a. It's like a little side circus all of its own. <laughs> but here were some of the uh, suggested titles. Movies, regular movies that would be horrifying if they were X-rated. All right, here's what we came up with. Fist of Fury. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Freddy Got Fingered. Oh. <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausages? Gone in 60 seconds. Oh. <laughs> Flip that to depressing. Done Flip that to done in 60 seconds? Uh, Buzz, yeah. do your, your gift of changing it into a porn title. Uh, for gone in 60 seconds? Mm-hmm. Uh, come back to me later on that one. <laughs> okay. There's the name of your por- uh, porno movie. Come back to me later. Toy Story, it was decided, would be a, a shocking name for a porn movie. Starring Buzz and Woody. Uh Somebody uh, suggested Dewey Cox, but I want to remind you the full title was Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. <laughs> Got to vote here for <laughs> for children of men. Ugh. <laughs> Grease. Oh. Two and a half men. Oh. And the one that got the most reaction on Facebook... Regular movie title that would be horrifying if it were the mm-hmm. title of a dirty movie... Three men and a baby. Oh. I didn't, I didn't, you know what? I didn't write it. You should probably take it off there. Like, exit out. <laughs> I mean, you need the shadow You could have done that. Oh. <laughs> All right. Here are life hacks for the criminally insane. So, I guess we should probably disclaimer... You know, most of these are socially unacceptable and possibly criminal. Don't use them. But some of them, I think, are at least not actionable. So that's always <laughs> a good thing for us. Okay. All right. You ready for life hacks for the criminally insane? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got the pictures up on the screen. Oh. If you have a flat tire, take a picture of it. Next time you want to bail on an event or skip work, send the picture to the person you're bailing on and enjoy your free time. <laughs> okay. Get it? You just be, oh man, look what happened. Okay. This is advice for bearing a body. We should use that against Buzz every time he invites us over. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got a flat tire, he, man. He gets three pictures from everybody. Oh, I got a flat tire. It's the tire. same car. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. If you have to bury a body, dig twice as deep. Okay. And then bury a large dog halfway down. Oh, that is genius. That is pretty genius. Because they're going to be like, here's this fresh grave. Let's dig down. Six feet. Somebody buried a dog. dog. Oh, my God. It's very tragic, but no crime has been committed here. And you're going to get away with it 
if you're criminally insane. Uh, don't call in to work sick. Call in saying that you have family problems. That's the end of the discussion. Hmm. Okay. Or say that your dog's got loose. <laughs> or that your car got crashed. <laughs> Not excuses. <laughs> All right, this is uh, advice for making sure a hooker's not a cop. Are you ready for this? Yeah. All right. Okay. Make sure a street hooker is not a cop by asking mm-hmm. if you can take some nude photos of them. Paying for nude photos is an illegal. An undercover cop will say no, but a prostitute would probably do it for the cash. So there you go. Okay. Oh, that's smart. You tried that one, buddy? I have not. <laughs> Yet. Oh, here's here's one for if you're in a crowded theater, and I know this is probably not, uh, you know, timely because of the pandemic and stuff. But if you if you want to make sure nobody sat in front of you and blocked your view, all right, you ready? Okay. Spill some of your drink on the seat in front of you to prevent <gasps> anyone else from sitting there. Oh, that's so mean. Well, it's life hacks for the criminally insane. I don't think that works nowadays because you get to choose your seat now. At the movie theater? Yeah. Yeah, but if it's going to be crowded, you don't want somebody sitting in front of you. He's saying that that guy that was eating the quesadilla next to us, Joanna, during uh, Infinity War, if we didn't want him to sit by us, we should have poured a drink on there. That's so weird. All right. This is advice. If you have a lot of noisy children playing in your neighborhood and they're keeping Mm -hmm. you awake, post posters around your neighborhood warning parents there is a known predator (gasps) new to the area. The the, uh, parents, rather, will lock their children inside and you can enjoy some peace and quiet. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Do you guys like the music I'm using? That's scary. Yeah, it's a little odd. It scares me. All right. This is uh, how to make sure that you get emergency rescue services the quickest. Okay. Buy one of those baby on board signs, regardless of your parenthood status. <laughs> if you happen to be in a nasty crash, paramedics and firemen will save you first. <gasps> Come on. Oh. No way. They did get there and be like, oh, this dude has a baby on board sticker. Him first. (laughs) Baby on board. It's me. I'm the baby. I don't can you see this thing? Have you ever seen these? It's people used to give it like one side of it looks like uh, a twenty dollar bill, and then on the other side it's the plan of salvation. So it's like they're trying to get you to accept Jesus and you think they're giving you a twenty dollar bill. Yeah. You've seen that. All right. Next time someone gives you one of those fake bills with a Bible verse on them, put it in the collection plate the next time you have to go to church. (laughs) 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 All right. So scary. Life hacks for the criminally insane. Try to tell a few lies, but do it really poorly. Then confess to being a terrible liar. Do this periodically for things that don't matter. And then, when you actually want to lie, they're more likely to go undetected. Mm-hmm. Nice. That is a good one. Uh, 
I don't know. There's one that I'm not sure I can read, and then there's one that's just so obvious. I feel everybody does it, regardless not of whether they're cri- it. No, you do it. Um, when receiving a call from someone you don't want to talk to, but you have to, tell them at the beginning of the conversation that your phone is about to die. You are then free to hang up where, whenever you want to without <laughs> seeming rude. You can, nice. just, you can just freaking can hang up. Joanna, can you see this one? Can I do this one? I can't see what it says. Nah, I'm not sure I can do that one. <laughs> type it into the uh, type it into Skype really quick, and then we'll. Uh, I mean, it has a picture of a guy and a girl that kind of looks like they were in bed already. Yeah, it is sexual in nature. She looks disappointed. Oh, she looks disappointed. <laughs> she does not look happy. Which is not how you want your lady to look afterwards, gentlemen. No. Side note. Yeah. She looks very good. She almost looks like she's looking for a new man. Yeah. Hmm. All right, Brandon. Throw the whole man if, away. Who's if, over there? Why don't you go ahead and read it if you think it's okay to air, so that way you'll be the one getting in trouble, not me. <laughs> <laughs> That's genius one. Oh, uh, what the heck? It signed me out of Skype. I don't have it in Skype oh, anymore. Oh, no. All right. But could we say it? Oh, here's Tubby panting. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I got him his own fan, and it's not on right now because I don't want the noise in the background, but he's like, uh, I need my fan, lady. You bought it for me. All right, I'm not going to read it. I can't read it from here because it's too. Uh, the letters blend in with the picture too much. Good Lord. I'll send it in the <laughs> okay, Facebook hold on. chat. I see it. Uh, so basically... <laughs> Yo, you're going to go for it. Say you have never finished from oralities, so your partner will try harder south of the border. (laughs) Tell somebody, oh, I've never this from just that, and then... They're really going to try. Yeah. The nose is really going to be to the grindstone, so to speak. (laughs) Right. Oh. Is, that, is that what you call it? You call it the grindstone? Yeah, the old grindstone. Get your nose to the grindstone. I don't know. That's actually pretty genius. So uh, there are life hacks for the criminally insane. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, we got some entertainment news. Joanna Barb is standing by to bring us our Hollywood chit-chat news notes from Tinseltown. And good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Voice actor Mike Henry, who is white, has stepped down from voicing Cleveland Brown on Family Guy. There's no word on who will be replacing him. He said, quote, on Twitter, It's been an honor to play Cleveland on Family Guy for 20 years. I love this character, but persons of color should play characters of color. Therefore, I will be stepping down from the role. On Brandon Friday. does a great Cleveland impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Yeah. I think the door is wide open for you, Brandon. Yeah, give it to a re- shot. I feel replace like at this, this guy. Time, just like, auditions would just be virtual. Yeah, like for a voice role, they're gonna gonna make you come in. Just oh, I'm like just try- gonna send in my tape. <laughs> then they're gonna call you back, and just don't mention. That you're Caucasian. See how long you can keep it going before they figure it out. Well, so, I mean, human beings really originated from Africa, right? Like, isn't that kind of the consensus? Yeah, that's so, right. Uh, Homo sapiens definitely originated just, in Africa. That's why everybody has a tiny little bit of Africa in their DNA. I found that out when I had my 23andMe done. Nice. So there you go. <laughs> this is your moment, Brendan. 
On Friday, The Simpsons announced that they'll no longer use white actors to play characters of color as well and will recast those who already voicing characters of color. If you're a fan of The Princess Bride... Hold on, I'm trying to think of who that would be on The Simpsons so far because they already phased out Apu, right? Yeah. As far as we know. Carl. seen... Of Carl and Lenny. I don't even know who does Carl. Carl. Who's Carl? Carl Carlson. Not to be confused with the guy that murdered his wife and his son that I watched the Dateline on. Oh, my God. 2020. I'm serious. There's a guy by the name of Carl Carlson. Oh, my God. Uh, Lou the cop? I was about yeah, to say, Lou. is there a cop? Um, Dr. Hank Azaria does Carl. So that'll be out. Hank Azaria does a bunch of them. Dang, um, Hank Azaria. Dr. Hibbert? Yeah. No, no, no. There's, a, there's other. There's. A... Now, is that gonna apply to, like, the Italian chef or Bumblebee Man or? Yeah, like, what if they're not Italian or they're not Mexican? Mm. Like, that's how it's gonna go, right? Good. I, point. I, don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't work. For Why don't you know? Because yeah. I never Find thought about out, it until just now. <laughs> Figure it out, Buzz. If you're a fan of The Princess Bride, Quibi has a quarantine treat for you. A whole bunch of celebrities got together and did a homemade remake of The Princess Bride. It was organized by director Jason Reitman and it'll air in short installments on the streaming service starting today. Among the stars who will appear are Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, Common and Tiffany Haddish, Neil Patrick Harris and David Burtica, Hugh Jackman, Andy Serkis, Keegan-Michael Key, Elijah Wood, Beanie Feldstein, Jack Black, Diego Luna, Taika Waititi, John Hamm, Zazie Beetz, Patton Oswalt, and Josh Gad. Additionally, The Princess Bride's director, Rob Reiner, will also appear, as well as Fred Savage, who will recreate Yeah! Who will make a cameo as the grandson in the film. Wait, he's going to be the grandson? He's going to be the grandson. He could remember almost call the grandfather. Columbo was his grandfather. He could be the grandfather. Legos and action figures will be used to recreate scenes that can't be pulled off in the quarantine. Dope. The project will benefit World Essential Kitchen, which provides meals to those in need during the COVID-19 pandemic. I love uh, Princess Bride. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh-huh. This sounds terrible. I don't know. I have Quibi. You say Taika Waititi was uh, involved as well? Taika Waititi is involved. Have either of you watched the Disney galleries that they have on Disney Plus that's all about the uh, kind of behind the scenes of The Mandalorian? No. Dude. I'm deep into That's So Raven right now. The... I believe it's the ending of episode two or towards the end of episode two. Dave Filoni, who's kind of one of the masterminds behind Star Wars now, he was over, he worked on the Clone Wars, and then he's also been one of the main guys. He directed two of the episodes of The Mandalorian. He goes mm-hmm. on this kind of speech about why we love Star Wars, and I guarantee almost nobody's thought this in depth about Star Wars. And when oh. you and when you see it, you feel comfortable that this guy is controlling Star Wars. Like, if, if, if he can control everything, you know that the products are going to be good. Wait, because who's the guy? Dave Filoni. And it's amazing. Like, it's, it's, it's like a couple of minutes. And so he's in a room, because he was one of the directors, and all the other directors are there. So Taika Waititi is there. Uh, Dallas Bryce Howard is there. Um, John Favreau is there. Like, all of the directors from this first season are sitting around this roundtable talking, and he goes on this speech for, like, two minutes and has all of them blown away with what he's talking about. Amazing. Can you remember any of the 
any of the it's, points. The whole point is one of the reasons we love Star Wars, or the main reason we do, because it's not the spaceships, it's not the lightsabers, it's not the force. Oh, it's the it's, hero's journey. It's no, it's the father's journey. Because as you go back to Anakin Skywalker, he never had a father. He was created from the Force. And then when you fast forward all the way up until episode six, when you have uh, the Emperor basically killing his son in front of him, he makes that father's choice. Even though he never had a father, he's giving his son the father that he never had by taking out the Emperor and saving Luke Skywalker. But it's just this full Aww. two minutes, and it's just, it's, My it gives heart. you chills. It gives you chills. It's amazing to watch. That sounds nice. Where was I? No, right. Finally, as streaming services continue to pull episodes for containing racially insensitive content, Hulu has removed an episode of The Golden Girls from its streaming catalog over a scene that could be misconstrued as blackface. The episode in question is episode 23 in season 3 titled Mixed Blessings that aired in 1988. It's about Dorothy's son, Michael, planning to marry a black woman named Lorraine, who is much older than him. Lorraine is at odds with her family who oppose the interracial relationship. Meanwhile, on Michael's side, his family doesn't approve of the age difference, which causes the families to work together in hopes of stopping the union. The episode also contained a scene where Betty White and Rue McClanahan try out mud face masks. When Lorraine's family walks in on their beauty treatment, Betty White's character assures them, this is mud on our faces. We're not really black. This isn't the only controversial blackface episode that Hulu has removed from its catalog. Last week, the streamer announced that three episodes of Scrubs would no longer be available. Also, in conjunction with Netflix, the they've community... Been, they've been scrubbed they've been from scrubbed. the lineup. Yes. In conjunction with Netflix, the community episode Advanced Dungeons & Dragons was pulled from both services for showing actor Ken Jong purpose, purposefully darkening his skin. With entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. We're just about to get into the true crime report for today, and everybody have paper and pen or uh, an iPad or something handy to put down your answers. We're going to play the Florida Man game, and that is a story about a Florida man. We leave one word out of the headline, and you have to fill it in. If you can uh, get it, you win the game. Then later, Lisa's going to have rock news on the way for us, and Lisa has a big announcement that I think we should we should kind of string this out. Uh, Lisa, what is your announcement? But don't tell us what the don't tell us specifically. I won't. So I kind of went on a rant yesterday on Instagram, telling people that they should go get tested for COVID. I went and got tested on Thursday and Friday. And that I said people should make it aware whether they came out positive or negative. And I said it's because um, there's a lot of cases in the city and it's easier to track, you know, if you've been around someone who's come back positive, um, maybe it'll give more people an incentive to go and get tested. You know, of all the things on social media, I can't recall seeing anybody say, hey, I got tested. So anybody like that was hanging out with me during this period of time you might want to go get tested you know i have to give so much props to the rock house bar and grill in the city in which we live because they put something up on their facebook page this past weekend saying hey 
two members of a tribute band that were here um, are showing symptoms. They went and got tested. They haven't gotten their results back yet, but we want to just let everyone know we think it's our responsibility to protect our customers. So if you were there that night, please go get tested. You and see I plenty of people posting about why they think the whole thing is a hoax or Bill Gates created right. it, but you, have very, you don't very often see somebody say, hey, I... I listen, guys. I got the diagnosis. I'm probably going to be okay, but I think you deserve to know. Exactly, and that's kind of something that I've been saying is because um, I've heard of a lot of people that are coming up positive and they're not saying anything, or businesses they aren't saying anything when they have more than one person working there that's um, tested positive. And I think it's a really important thing. So someone called me out this weekend and said, "Okay, well, when you get your results, positive or negative, will you announce them on air?" And I said, "Absolutely, I will." So uh, yeah, I just got my results right now. So positive or negative, I will uh, tell everyone in the cities in which we broadcast okay. whether or not you're going to let everybody. Are- know coming up yes whether yes. you are COVID-19 positive or not yes I will I think it's important and I think right. uh, someone said you know put your uh, put your diagnosis where your mouth is and I agreed so uh, yeah I will I just got the results back in right now so I will let everybody know oh exciting Well, because that's the thing is that a lot of people or a lot of people who work at businesses aren't, you know, saying and the businesses aren't saying it. You know, Rock House is one of the only locally owned businesses that I've seen take that responsible step. And I can see how a lot of places would see it as bad publicity and they're already hurting for customers. But it is. It's commendable. No, there's no doubt about it. Rock House. Yeah, I think it's a really good thing for them to do that because it's making it makes me feel safer because one, I know that if there is a situation there, they're going to let their customers know. And also, it's probably going to be one of the cleanest places to go when they, you know, open because they have shut down deep clean, you know, take care of that. So if anything, it makes me feel more comfortable and more relaxed visiting that establishment. So, um, yeah, I'll put my diagnosis where my mouth is. Okay, we're going to find that out says to say it. Coming up in about 10 minutes, we're going to have that. That's a sound of a beast! It is time for the True Crime Report. Actual crime stories from around the world and across the nation. This is going to include a Florida man game, too, so be ready. Our uh, first story involves a woman who went to pick up her drunk friend who crashed his pickup. And she drove her pickup, and she was also drunk, so they both crashed. 38-year-old Frederick Turner was uh, driving drunk in his pickup truck. This was in Coweta County, Georgia. Happened last week. He crashed and flipped over. So his 22-year-old friend, Jesse Walker, came to get him. And Jesse is is the girl. Here are the mug shots, Joanna. Okay. So Jesse's the girl. However, she was also intoxicated at the time. And she crashed her truck into a ditch. Hey, go. During the rescue mission. Police found both of them in Jesse's pickup with a cooler of cold Michelob Ultras. <laughs> yeah. Gotta count damn carbs, huh? It was established that Mr. Turner, the guy. The first, the guy with the wreck had bought, he had him with him when Jesse went to pick him up. They were both arrested for drunk driving. Michelob Aldridge. 
Good Lord, how many of those would you have to drink to get drunk enough to flip your car? A lot. A lot. Here's a story out of a neighboring state. State health officials in New Mexico have announced that three New Mexicans have died from methanol poisoning from drinking hand sanitizer. Not a good idea. In addition, one person is now permanently blinded. Three others are in critical condition. So that's seven people total who uh, have suffered very serious, including death, uh, serious symptoms because they were drinking hand sanitizer. A release from the New New Mexico Department of Health said all seven are believed to have drunk hand sanitizer containing methanol. Methanol is a toxic form of alcohol that can cause kidney damage, blindness, and, as we see in three of these cases, death. Officials say it is most dangerous when ingested. Now, I'm wondering, were they drinking? Is this a situation where they thought... It would kill coronavirus, or is this no? They're alcoholics and they're trying to get alcohol they, uh, any way they can get it. According to the New Mexico Department of Health, uh, it was an alcoholism-related incident. So they think these people were trying to uh, get intoxicated on it. I'm just trying to get my head around that because hand sanitizer is not cheap. I mean, hand sanitizer by volume probably cost more than a really cheap bottle of uh, you know, but you gut know what? rot right whiskey. Now, right, but right now there's probably ample hand sanitizer everywhere you go, so maybe they just took some bottles and thought they could get drunk on it. That's that that's when I read this uh, article, that's what I thought. When it said alcoholism, I was like they probably just grabbed it, like swiped it from a store. Yeah. And then try drinking it. We got a story here that sounds like it could be from Florida because it involves illegal fireworks. And iguanas. Nope. Close. Dead alligators. There it is. And the cops. But it is not. It's from the state of New York. In fact, technically it's part of the city. Staten Island, New York. Police in Staten Island arrested a group of 10 people this week after they were caught with a truckload of illegal fireworks. They had brought them into the state and were planning to sell them. Along with fireworks, they were also hauling three dead alligators. What What do you think they were planning on doing with uh, with dead alligators? Is there a market for dead alligators? I guess it's all those... Their skin, maybe? Belts? Alligator skin purses? Police tweeted out a photo of the illegal fireworks, but not the dead gators. Oh, good. They did mention them in a tweet, though, and specifically said they were not joking. People were arrested, are facing charges for fireworks trafficking, and unlawfully transporting three alligator carcasses. All right, are you ready for the Florida Man game? Florida Man! Yep. Oh, I forgot. We got a theme song for this one. How could I have forgotten? Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. You're you're off, Lisa. You're going to be Florida off. Florida man. Florida man. I'm helping man. for the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Batter full of bees. Every copy he sees. Florida man. It's a Florida man. Florida man. It's a Florida man. Definitely a Florida man. This is the way we play the game. I'll read the headline. I'm going to leave out one key word. 
Okay. You're going to have a period of time. I want everybody to write down what they think the word is that's missing. If anybody gets it, what do we you get? get a point. At the end of the year, uh, Kevin said uh, you get a free trip to Disneyland, all expenses paid. Woo! Okay. All right, you ready? Yeah. Here's the headline. Florida woman assaults boyfriend with a hot blank. Florida woman assaults boyfriend with a hot blank. All right. Just let me know as soon as you have entered your answers. Once all three have got your answers in. All right. I got we'll mine. find out what the answer. All right. Brandon's uh, okay. clocked in. Joanne is in. I think I'm in. All right. And Lisa, we can't see you because mm-hmm. you're broadcasting from home. We're going to find out in about 10 minutes whether you not you got COVID or not. But we're gonna yes. have to trust. We're Do you want me to go first you. so that I can? Yeah, so yeah. I can just tell. All you. All right. So, okay. Florida woman assaults boyfriend with a hot blank. I'm going with a hot pocket. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's a good one. That is a good Thank answer. You. Thank you. Thank you. Brandon. Oh, it's somehow still burning and freezing me at the same time. I went hot iron. <laughs> you went what? Hot? Iron. Iron. Oh, I'm hot like a like that you do with clothes or curling iron. Okay. Nice. We'll uh we'll leave it open ended. Joanna sing the song by Iron Butterfly. Florida woman assaults boyfriend with a hot blank. Uh, I went basic with my answer. Pan. A hot pan. A hot Ooh, like pan. Movie tunes. Okay. Like in Rapunzel. Well, I can tell you we have no correct answers this week. Oh, Nobody's no. going to get oh, points. No. I'm very sorry. Florida woman assaults boyfriend with hot pizza. Pizza. Oh, I was close. The hot pocket one. It was like the yeah, what if yeah. it was like a pepperoni pizza yeah. hot pocket? Yeah, I may be a partial winner. Let's get some <laughs> of the uh, details here. Florida woman assaulted her boyfriend with a hot pizza. She was arrested for domestic battery. The boyfriend got arrested, too. 37-year-old Robert Ibarra is the uh, boyfriend in the case. He decided to make a pizza at 3 in the morning. This happened on Tuesday of last week. His girlfriend was sleeping on their couch at home in St. Petersburg. The girlfriend is 32-year-old Becky Bartlett. Becky. (laughs) It is not clear if... The cooking of the pizza is what triggered her, set her off. But they had been arguing throughout the night, as they told police later. When she woke up and found out he was making a pizza, she flipped out, according to his version of what happened. She walked to the pizza, pulled the pizza out, threw it at her boyfriend, Robert, and it burned his hand. Do you think she, like, oh, I'm so mad, I'm going to, but first I'm going to put on an oven mitt? Or do you think she just, like, <laughs> crashed through it? Yeah, maybe the anger kind of, like, made her not think it was hot. Police showed up and saw a visible burn mark on Mr. Ibarra, along with some pizza sauce on his pants leg, and that was proof enough. They arrested <laughs> Becky, the girlfriend for domestic battery. Ah, uh, she was a Becky? Oh. So how do you think the boyfriend ended up going to jail, too? He threw the pizza back back at her? (laughs) No, no. 
<laughs> they ran uh, Robert's name and found out that he was wanted in Colorado for selling drugs, so he got arrested too. Nice. There you go. Well, the girlfriend is already out of jail, but the boyfriend, and remember, he was on the, the business end of that pizza incident. <laughs> He's still in jail without bond. He's probably looking at some pretty serious jail time. Here are their mugshots. I just wanted to point out something that is kind of an inside joke Okay. a little bit. The boyfriend, the 36-year-old boyfriend, uh-huh. Greg Wilson. Look at that. Holy Comedian crap, Greg yeah. Wilson. Yeah. Or what his last name's Ibada, so is he related to Dustin? No, but he looks a lot like Greg. He looks like a cross between Greg Wilson, comedian Greg Wilson, and my accountant Robert Diaz. <laughs> That's like a mashup of those it. two. Like a young Robert Diaz. <laughs> so is there something wrong with that that it's like, hey, there's a domestic violence I was a Victim of domestic violence, and it's like, and okay, like, we, we don't think you did anything wrong. What happened? Yeah, describe the toppings. <laughs> no, but Why the police show up in your hair, sir? and they run a background check on the victim. Wouldn't that make it less likely for victims? He's like to come forward. Don't victim shame me while he has a pepperoni in his eye. I don't know. That's one of the reasons they give for. Um. You know, like people who are illegally in the country that they're afraid to call police because they'd they'd be caught for being illegally in the country. And they're saying that just, you know, makes it like a hopeless situation in some of these communities. I'm just wondering the same thing about, you know, like regular Americans. If you call because your girlfriend threw a pizza at you, you better make sure you got all your warrants cleared before you do that. (laughs) Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We can come back here in just a few moments. we got Rock News, and Lisa is going to reveal, hot off the presses, the results of her COVID-19 test, which she just got moments ago. We've got all that coming up next on the Buzz Adams Morning Show right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Uh, You ready for the big reveal? I am. All right, Lisa Sanchez just got the results of her COVID-19 test. She took two tests. I did. And is this from test number two, the one that they said would you'd get sooner? Yes, this uh, is actually from the National Guard testing site uh, that I did on June 26th, so on Friday. Okay. Lisa, according to the results of your COVID-19 test, will you be coming back to work? this week or will you be quarantining for another 14 days all right the the letter says you had a test to determine if you were infected with covid19 on 626 the test results show you are currently negative for covid19 virus at this time (laughs) all right Right. You know what? Just come down for the rest of the show. I think you're clear I, you to know go. What? I even told Joanna that. I'm like, watch, Buzz is going to be like, great. Mm-hmm. You're come ready, on down. Just come she on down. Say that. You could be here in five minutes. I know you live close to the radio station, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. So negative uh, on the COVID-19 uh, yeah. test. Which is a little shocking because... Uh, the last time I went out in public, uh, I was with someone and that tested positive, and I was with them 
on a Thursday and a Friday. So, but it was a week from that exposure until I took the test. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess poor buddy, he's the only one who tested positive out of all of her friends. Okay. Uh, we'll see you manana in person. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, in like five minutes. <laughs> I didn't yeah, mean okay. manana. Really? I meant like. Later in manana? Later this manana. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Later yeah. this manana. Can you come I'll by? be there soon. All right. Great. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Hey, I, uh, here's a story. I didn't bring it up in the network, uh, but I, I probably should have because it's the million-dollar lottery ticket that was sold in El Paso, and it's about to expire, and nobody knows who has it. So, Where is it? Where is the million-dollar ticket? An unclaimed $1 million Powerball ticket sold in January is set to expire July 23rd. So you've got about three weeks here. Uh, The quick pick ticket. If anybody's listening to the sound of my voice and this sounds like something you did, go find that freaking ticket. (laughs) Give me a little bit, like a hundred thousand, like a tenth for reminding you. Be good. The quick pick ticket matched all five numbers, but not the Powerball number. number. But it's still a million dollars. The five numbers drawn were two, nine, 17, 36, and 67. But the ticket did not match the Powerball number, which was 18. Oh, they've got the location where it was sold. That could certainly help out. The winning ticket was purchased at Big Savers Market at 3630 Alameda Avenue in South El Paso. Somebody, based on that, somebody needs to translate everything I just said into Spanish and repeat it. (laughs) 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 We've got to find this winner. The winner has until 5 p.m. on July 23rd to claim the $1 million prize. Uh, Let's see. There are claim centers in more than a dozen Texas cities, including El Paso. Lottery drawing tickets expire on the 180th day following the drawing. I I wasn't aware of that. Neither was I, but you can find out more information on an article I wrote over at buzzadamshow.com. All right. And while we're checking out our website, uh, let's see what we've got going on here. (laughs) Uh, adult film star Ron Jeremy is pleading not guilty in all four cases. He's been accused of rape by four different women. Uh, he looks rough. They got him in a, like his like his orange yeah, jumpsuit, and they got a, like a prison face mask on him. And he looks like the beginning of a zombie movie. Yeah, yeah. Like the face patient, mask looks like a muzzle on like him. Like some they put zero. Hannibal Lecter in or something, but. Um. So where where are all these new posts on our on our website? Like some of these are specific to buzzadamshow dot com. Yeah, I'm seeing some of them on Buzz Adam Show, but not on oh, KLAQ. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. So on KLAQ because we are on air, they are in that the thing that the scrolls. top three. Yeah, the top three at the t- like right underneath the. Scroll down a little bit. 
Yeah. The three right there, resources, carpool and stuff like that, those three. Oh, these. Yeah. yeah these are new. That we, so, for instance, like mine is the city has decided they're postponing reopening certain quality of life services. So the library was going to start like a curbside service and um, they've decided to hold off on opening the zoo, the botanical gardens, the water spray parks. Um, they said due to the uh, large amount of cases and the triple digit spikes that we've seen daily in the city, uh, the city has decided for the health and well-being of workers and uh, citizens, they will be postponing reopening those services. Judging from social media over the weekend, Governor Greg Abbott has managed to unite everybody across Texas from all walks of life in and they're all united in universally hating Governor Greg Abbott because <laughs> people are pissed off that he opened up the state of Texas or pushed for Texas to be opened up. It turned out that was a big mistake. And then you've got a whole bunch of other people who are now pissed off that he has reinstated, specifically closing down the bars and restricting the number of people who can be at restaurants and that sort of stuff. So... It's almost impressive that the governor of Texas was able to piss off people <laughs> who uh, believe this whole thing is a hoax while also pissing off, you know, doctors and nurses and other frontline workers. He's really managed to just cast a wide net as that far as people. That is talent right there. Yeah. Impressive. Wasn't sure it could be done, but thank you, Greg <laughs> Abbott. Let's see. TV tonight, there's a uh, Nick News special on Nickelodeon. Didn't know Nick had a... Is that still a thing? I didn't oh, know, my God. I did not know they had is a news Linda department. Is it still Linda Ellerby? I, th- I think maybe Linda Ellerby might have passed away. Oh, my God. Actually. But tonight on Nickelodeon, Kids, Race, and Unity, a Nick News special. Linda Ellerby still alive. Oh, good. Thank God. Have a lot of uh, celebrity guests. Alicia Keys is the host. Guests will include Kevin Hart, Chance the Rapper, and many others. Over on ABC, it's The Bachelor, The Greatest Seasons Ever. And what they're doing is taking some of these, what what they think are the best seasons, and recapping them over the course of, of, the, of the one show. And the Titan Games on NBC. Has anybody seen the Titan Games? No. Nope. Is that the one with the Rock host? Yeah, I think it's the one with the Rock. So I watched a couple episodes of it when I was on vacation because I don't necessarily control the TV. But it's kind of like... <laughs> and I was only paid about halfway attention to what was going on, but it seemed like it was a combination between Ninja Warrior and American Gladiator. And a lot of the challenges had the... The two people uh, tied to each other by a like a stretchy band or whatever, or a chain. I can't remember exactly what it was, but you had to like accomplish a certain number of tasks. Then they've got an obstacle course, and I don't know. The people are in crazy good shape, and if you like Ninja uh, American Ninja Warrior and American Gladiator, there's a really good chance. You would probably like this one as well. Have you seen The Floor is Lava yet? Uh, we used to play that. 
There's a whole game a now, though, where they make it look like lava. So it's water and it's all lit up red. And they have couches and tables and other things that you have to jump to and fro. And it's if you end up in the water, you ended up in the lava and you're done. Nice. A uh, woman in Wisconsin made a comment on her Facebook page saying that her husband went on a business trip and caught chlamydia from an infected face mask. Yes. She expressed that that was her actual belief as to how her husband... Her husband said, I got chlamydia, but don't worry, honey. I got it from a face mask, (gasps) not a floozy. Where was the mask hanging out at? What kind of mask was that? Well, this went viral, much like the face mask, I guess, and everyone on social media. (laughs) Uh, Let's just say a lot of people commenting on the post are like, oh, honey. Oh, honey. (laughs) Oh, honey. He didn't get it from a face mask. (laughs) He got it from a hua. If you've seen face mask exempt cards with what looks like a federal seal on them, obviously they are not real. Also, there are multiple spelling errors. And uh, we just got the local numbers from the past 24 hours, and it does include another COVID-19 death uh, described as a female in her 60s with underlying health conditions. Uh, this is from the city of uh, El Paso, Texas.gov, COVID-19 data for yesterday. Uh, they're reporting 131 new confirmed COVID-19 cases, bringing the total in El Paso to 5,745. And the full comprehensive data is going to be posted, or it has been posted just a few moments ago at epstrong.org. So, uh, yeah, some more cases and uh, one death being reported since yesterday. Uh, the, the president of the United States retweeted uh, a video of people chanting white power on his Twitter account. The president retweeted this. And then it got taken down, and now the White House is trying to say, oh, well, the, the president didn't see that part where they're chanting white power, but... It's right at the beginning. It's at the very beginning. It's within the first 10 seconds. So <laughs> the video, to me, is, is kind of hilarious in a way because it's in the villages, which is that really expensive retirement community in Florida. So everybody's old, and everybody rich ass white folks and it, whose ancestors probably owned slaves. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, you know, couldn't speak to that. But you've got the people they're having a golf cart parade because that's the thing with the villages. Everybody drives their own golf carts around. Sure, it's a it's a golf cart based transportation amazing. area. So uh, the it's people the, the people who love Trump have decorated their their golf carts and they're having a golf cart parade. And so people are out there counter-protesting. Now, the thing with the villages is you have to live there or 
you know be a have a have a visitor pass or whatever but it's it's pretty ice uh insulated like if you wanted your grandkids to come i think there's like a like a 48 hour period they're only allowed to be there a certain time because they do not want kids or really anybody under the age of 50 in the entire place so what i'm seeing in the video are the pro-trump parade people and that's the side that yelled white power and then lining the street are people protesting them you could swap them out i mean they're all just elderly they're older white people that's all all it is and i'm just wondering how awkward is this going to be the the block party next week is going to be real awkward the next time you're you're in a you know a croquet tournament or something <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or you run into the guy who just called you a fascist the neighborhood mixer <laughs> yeah so because they do a lot of those events at those communities it's like hey guys we're having a block party this week and it's like the trump rally was last week and it's like oh what's up again greg saw you so in this uh video i i i just do you think the president just posts things without looking at him? Because that would on, that would be the only explanation is that he just saw, oh, the description. This is a video of Trump supporters having a parade at a at an expensive uh, old folks retirement area. Because if he watched it, you only have to watch what five seconds of it to see the part where they're where they're saying white power. So they're saying he did see the video, but he didn't see the thing five seconds in where the you guy is yelling white power. You see when someone yells white power. You hear it. How did he not hear it? Okay, now it's going to get into uh, sure, interviews and stuff. So. Like, I don't even know. Someone even points it out. Look, there you go. White power. Did you hear that? So these people with the signs are all jeering at these people. And it's it's pretty the huge. The ones in the golf carts are the white people, the, right? The white power people. Yeah. The ones in the like golf carts white. are the white power people. <laughs> okay. The ones protesting are the other white people. Okay. But definitely all white and definitely old. Now, if you talk to that old guy in the video, he'd probably say, I'm not racist. I just responded to someone calling me a racist by saying something that would get under their skin. So I almost give the guy who said it more of a pass than the guy who retweeted it and left it up for three hours. (laughs) I mean, you might give that guy the benefit of the doubt that, you know, somebody was calling him a racist. So he says, well, I'll show you racist to white power. power. But then uh, Uh the person who decided to put it up for their 82 million Twitter followers. <laughs> I probably should have looked into it a little closer before he decided to do that. You know, watch all five seconds of Man. the first part of the video. Yeah. He's like, he Who just sees his name. He's all cool. And uh, did you guys hear what's going on with the Russians? There are intelligence reports from U.S. intelligence. So this would be CIA, NSA. Uh, some of these other agencies that the Russians had offered a bounty to members of the Taliban for killing U.S. service members. Uh, That was reported in the New York Times and the president uh, said that if this was the case, nobody ever briefed him. Oh, and also uh, New York Times sucks. And fake news. So, Russia had, according to an intelligence report, 
either paid a bounty or offered to pay a bounty to Taliban if they killed American troops in Afghanistan. Trump said on Twitter that neither he nor the vice president was briefed on this classified assessment. And here's the tweet that went out. Nobody briefed or told me about the so-called attacks on our troops in Afghanistan by Russians, as reported through an anonymous source by the fake news New York Times. Everybody's denying it, and there have not been many attacks on us. So it's uh, good to know that the president, uh, when he's presented with information from his own intelligence services, that the Russians are offering bounties on American soldiers' lives, that his first instinct is to doubt the the source and also uh, kill the messenger, because New York Times, I mean, how can you possibly believe anything that runs in the New York Times? It's only one of the most respected newspapers in the world. And in another tweet, Trump... You are fake news. You're fake fake news. If I'm fake news in the same basket as the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal and Washington Post, I'll take that. Fake news. In another tweet, Trump said, nobody's been tougher on Russia than the Trump administration. The Dixie Chicks are the latest band to announce they're changing their names because of its connection to... uh, the confederacy lady antebellum i thought was okay you know i it, it never would have occurred to me in a hundred years that somebody would have a problem with that name i mean antebellum just means before the war in latin and in the united states definitely when you talk about the antebellum south you're talking about the slave days which before the so, war before the war you know uh, so Lady Antebellum, okay, they changed their name to Lady A. The Dixie Chicks have changed their name to just the Chicks. So I guess the Dixie part of it is offensive, which I'm not sure if I'm ready to go that far. You know, there's the Mason-Dixon line, and Dixie's the South, and uh, also Dixie Cups. We're hearing that Dixie Cups may change their name oh, to, right. to something else. Caucasian cups, maybe. <laughs> like, what are you? We're the D cups. <laughs> yeah, we're the D cups. I noticed that in the aisle more, I can tell you that. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Lisa found out the results of her COVID 19 test. Sup. And. I just noticed some people on Facebook missed it. What? Like had to step out and didn't hear what it was. And so you want to you want to reveal again it again? Yeah. Well, I don't think we have to be as dramatic as we were last hour. She's positively negative. <clears throat> I am positive that I am negative. I was thinking if if Lisa had if that test had come back and you had COVID nineteen, do you know what that would have meant? Uh, we would go on lockdown. Um, everybody Vacation, here would have to get tested. All I ever want. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Brandon's on the right track. That we would have yeah. gone into no, oh, red absolutely. alert. Yep. Absolutely. If I had come back positive, we would have had, probably had to shut down the station to do a deep cleaning. And you guys would all have to go get tested. And you guys would be quarantined at home until your results came back. 
Mm-hmm. So that would be at least three or four days at a minimum. And possibly, if it come back positive, 14 days. So Well, no, so I, uh, so I think it is only, because I actually I have the paperwork here. Hold on one second. They're saying if you showed symptoms or you came back positive, it's within, hold on, you, uh, 10 days. You would have to quarantine for at least 10 days since your first symptoms appeared. So, because that was the thing is uh, one person I know that did test positive, they went and got tested last week and they told them that they only had to, they were only quarantined until this, until Friday. So I think it's only 10 days. It's not 14 and it's from the day that you got tested. I'm going to mention this. Uh, it was a death. We, we had uh, another death reported today, but somebody in the Facebook early in the show had mentioned that a, that a good friend of theirs had passed away. He was a, uh, well, the headline on KVIA.com says, Beloved English teacher at Franklin High School is among El Paso's latest virus deaths. So we had somebody in our Facebook chat who was mentioning to this. So this is uh, Renee Chavez who was a very much beloved uh, English teacher at Franklin, and he passed away after the COVID-19 and uh, less than a month after his he first came down with it, was tested. Uh, colleagues said Friday that uh, Mr. Chavez had passed away. Uh, there... Uh, he had both kidneys removed when he was 22, so he was kind of a walking miracle in a way. Mm-hmm. He returned to school to get his teaching certificate after having both kidneys removed and has taught English throughout the borderland from first grade all the way through 12th grade, most recently at Franklin High, where he had taught senior English. Uh, so that, yeah, really tragic. He, did, he looks like a young guy still. Uh, in the in the photo they have there, so that's you know really terrible. And we're continuing to hear uh, reports. Had another uh, confirmed fatality, and this was a 60 year old woman with underlying uh, health problems. I wonder what they count as underlying health problems, because really, when you get to 60, I wouldn't you imagine most life? people, yeah, <laughs> right. Who doesn't have un, some kind of underlying health problem? Good morning, Nico. Good morning, guys. I got to give Nico a check Way because to he's going to he's going to take one of my dogs to the vet today. That's right. Oh, stupid dogs get out of the yard and go like tussle with skunks or. Mm-hmm. I think he got bit by a skunk. I don't know. He, they got Bit sprayed by. I think yeah, he, they he definitely a, got sprayed. Well, he has like a big hole in the side of him that's starting to get bigger, and <sighs> so I'm going to take him to the vet. Nico tried um, to get me to party on on Saturday for my birthday, and I was resistant against celebrating. Buzz will go out, and then he'll he'll talk to people for a little bit, and then he'll come up to me like, "Did I socialize enough?" Right. Can I go back? Can I go home? Can I go back? No, I I am at my home. He's like, no, can I go back to bed? It's like, like, I come out, I talk to people. It's like, have I been social enough? Can I just go and do No, it's your birthday. You're 50. Yeah. Uh, That was a few years ago. (laughs) Big 5-0, guys. Mm -hmm. The big half century mark. Slap a few more to the end of that. 
You think he's lying about his birthday? He's not 50. You believe he's 50? Wait. How? <laughs> Is it because he has more hair than you? So you, you just assume you, that he's 50? You asked me okay, how that, old I was low. this year, and I said 50. <laughs> and you, as soon as I said 50, you were like, 50? And I decided, yeah, I'll roll with that. I was going to say the three after that. saying you a happy birthday to 50 years old. <laughs> Where do you, you put let the it number? happen. Where do you put the number in when you think happy I birthday? I got one candle, and I didn't even have a cake, so I used a power bar. And, uh, <laughs> that's true. That my cake, my cake was a power bar. Like that a protein is how bar. you decide to celebrate your zaddy's birthday? <laughs> He's not my zaddy. <laughs> What yeah. the hell are you yeah. talking about? I celebrate about? My, yeah. my lazy friend's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Nationwide, let's talk about the nationwide uh, new daily cases in the U.S. As of yesterday, 39,007 new cases. They're saying and 31 states have uh, seen a rise in cases recently. Woo. Nationwide, 280 new deaths, including the one we mentioned in El Paso. Only two states have had a drop in coronavirus cases in the past week. Those are Connecticut and Rhode Island. The I two was, smallest states in the world. I was listening to the news, and you know they're talking. Had some experts on, and I don't honestly like. I don't even remember if it was CNN or MSNBC or even Fox. But what they were saying was, look. If when this thing had gotten started, if we just had a very, very strict quarantine, mm-hmm. like don't nobody go into, I mean, unless you're absolutely positively essential, stay indoors, stay away from people that we could have licked this thing within a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you know, I it would have died out if we had just been very, very strict about it. But everybody, you saw a lot of other European countries that did do that, and that's why they're now starting to open up. They're now saying that their numbers have been low enough that they do feel comfortable. If we would have done something like that, but I think the problem is, is that in America. People are very much my choice, my freedom, my rights. And so whereas in Italy, you know, in Spain, you saw these really strict, stringent lockdowns, they wouldn't have happened here. There's no way that these pe- that uh, the majority of Americans would have done that willingly. Well, I can and tell they still you, won't. I can tell you this. I can understand why the European Union doesn't want people from America go into their countries. They've seen our videos. Mm-hmm. They realize those Americans will go to the store intentionally without a mask just so they get into a shouting argument with somebody mm-hmm. whose job is to make sure everybody's complying with the social distancing and the mask. Why would you I mean, want why would you want people like that coming into your country when you finally got stuff a little bit back on track because exactly. your citizens were willing to sacrifice and do mm-hmm. what was asked? Why would you let a bunch of foreigners who won't follow your rules come in? I mean, exactly. if I watch this stuff on uh, of Americans going to stores and pitching hissy fits because of this, I'd have a very low opinion yeah. of them as well. They'd be like the whole family that with that Karen name. That, that I don't want any of them in here. Nobody named Karen. It's like no, that's just the name of people. I mean, the, it's it's ridiculous that. Even now, with how many cases, there was the guy, and I believe it was Reopen Maryland, that tested positive. Now, he was a big, like, he was the leader of that movement of Reopen Maryland. He now has COVID, and he's still saying he was refusing to wear a mask. You have And he's the been virus diagnosed. Now. Yes, he's been diagnosed now, and he's still saying he will not wear the mask. Well, 
Look, he already, he passed the point a long time ago where it's just like, for, you're not talking about your rights. You're just, oh, <laughs> that's all there <laughs> that's is the, to it. But that's the problem is that we have people like that in this country that are just saying, you know, screw it. Like, I don't want to wear a mask. I, I mean, there's a local business owner that she was telling me, she's like, I get cussed out daily. Because you ask people who, to put on a mask. Yeah, because they are a small local restaurant. They're a small eatery and so they only have maybe 10 tables inside the restaurant it's very very tiny so they do they say hey when you come in here please wear a mask when you're eating you're more than welcome to take it off but you know just and then people yell at her they don't want to put their mask on they don't want to wear it and they argue with her the entire time and they'll cuss her out in the middle and then also too because it's such a small restaurant only table the small i think the biggest party they allow is like four or six and people will come in in parties of 10 or 12 and yell at her because they won't see, she won't seat them they will i don't understand why are you being like this and it, it's and for her you know luckily she owns the business so she kicks them out she says well if you want to be like this you can leave and she tells the staff they they're more than happy to do the same thing but there's a lot of businesses they can't do that you know the grocery store down the street from the radio station i was talking to some of the workers there and they're like yeah like i have the i you know i have to wear a mask i'm being respectful of you why can't you be respectful of me and put a mask on but no some people just do not care so here are some audio of some of the recent uh, freakouts. This one is being called a COVID Karen. It's a woman in L.A. who went to Trader Joe's without a mask. Mm-hmm. And the video shows her freaking out when she's told, hey, you got to wear a mask. Uh, she threw her basket on the ground. Maybe you can hear some of the choice words that she had for <laughs> the employees. All right. No, they're not. <laughs> Yeah, they can no, tell you, no. like, if you showed up without a shirt or shoes, they can tell you to get the hell out. Yeah, exactly. There's a uh, woman who had shamed a Starbucks barista uh, in San Diego. The woman wouldn't wear a mask and tried to shame a barista for not serving her. And she posted that, thinking that she was going to come off as the sympathetic one, I guess, in that. Mm-hmm. So, of course, people, you know, there was a huge backlash against her. Well, she made another video uh, claiming that she did. She never threatened the barista and feels like she's the real victim mm-hmm. in all this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What? They no, no, don't. We definitely know what you, listen, I have Facebook. I totally know what you're talking about. Did she say forced <laughs> vaccinations? Forced. Oh, okay. For, she said it was <laughs> wearing a mask more- or not getting a coffee was going to lead to. Let me see. I've got the quote here. Mandatory mandatory digital certificates, mark Uh of the beast, and forced forced vaccination. Not not horse. Forced vaccinations. By the way, the GoFundMe page that someone set up for the barista who was on the the receiving end of this tirade, uh, the GoFundMe page is now up over 80,000. Whoa. And you know what he's going to use the money for, he said? One coffee at Starbucks. <laughs> Fulfill his lifelong dream of becoming a dancer. A dancer? Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> he maybe, did an interview where he said that. I was like, good for you. Maybe Do whatever Buzz you want. We'll be impressed money. with his dancing. <laughs> well, let's see. We had a uh, in Lakeway, Texas, so a little closer to home, about 300 teenagers went to a beer pong party in Lakeway. This was last weekend. Now, the mayor is asking for them to quarantine for 14 days, along with anybody they came into contact. Let's see. 
We also had a guy who wore like a mesh mask, so something that clearly, mm-hmm. you know, wasn't going to keep anything from circulating. But the reason he did it was to make a point. Look, I wore this mask that's clearly useless and nobody said anything to me. No, I think nobody looked at it twice because you're not that important and who gives it what you're doing other than, you know, you wanted to make a point and you didn't wear a face covering. But for the most part, I don't think that you're the center of of the universe. And that goes for a lot of these uh, anti-maskers. Yeah, these anti-maskers. You're not the center of the universe. You're not the one man standing be- or woman standing between us and, uh, you know, a slide into, into the, what was it, the mark of the beast or the <laughs> <laughs> forced vaccinations. So they don't want to get confronted when they don't wear a mask, but they do want to get confronted when they wear. Wear yeah. 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 when you think about it, that guy was complaining that nobody confronted him yeah, because when he wore a mask that didn't work. No one saw my cool mask, and nobody paid attention to you, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it was. And uh, Sasha Baron Cohen infiltrated <laughs> a. Um, how do I want to put it? I think white power would be going too far. <laughs> I just want to make sure I use the, the correct word here. A right wing. Right wing yeah. event. Uh, yeah, he infiltrated this event and a lot of people are thinking, well, this is for the second season of what was that show he did? With this, this, is America. America. this is America. Okay, yeah, up. that's the report that they're thinking this is a part of that. Um, the event was for, what, okay, they call themselves the Three Percenters. And I believe it's. I thought those the, were bikers who sold drugs and. Uh, no, like, that's one no, percent. That's the one okay. percenters. That's the one percent. No, three percenters is the belief that, and I may, I may be flip flopping it, but the belief that only three percent of people actually fought against the British or for the British, but that that's what the 3% is supposed to stand for. Interesting. Are they claiming they fought in the Revolutionary War? Uh, the 3%ers. On the Wikipedia says the group's name derives from the disputed claim that only 3% of American colonists took up arms against the Kingdom of Great Britain there you go. during the mm-hmm. American Revolution. This is also the group that... that the kid that the Patriots drafted as their kicker this year, he had a three percenter tattoo that mm. he has since covered up. Uh-huh. Uh, well, Sasha Baron Cohen was there. He posed as a singer of a country band, complete with overalls and a cowboy hat. And he got the crowd to sing along as he sang a song about injecting Obama and Dr. Fauci with the Wuhan flu. And as for the World Health Organization... The lyric is, chop chop them up like the Saudis do. So, <laughs> Have the, you not seen this video, Nico? No. The organizers um, of the event are saying that they, were, that they were hoodwinked and they were horrified when this guy started singing these things. But there are not. people in the cl- crowd that are singing along. Yeah. I mean, there were plenty of people who liked the performance. All right, and... Uh, I guess it turns out that the organizers are claiming that they would have done something about it, but part of the deal was they knew they were getting this music act who was also going to provide all the security for the event, and they thought that was a pretty good trade-off. Well, when it was t- time to go pull the plug or get him off stage when they were real- realized they were Jeez. being had, it 
it was too late because the security guys all worked for Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, it was an incredibly racist song that at least some of your crowd was, was singing, singing along to. Yeah. So I guess the, I don't understand. So they said like the organizers, like the people who were in charge of it, had already left the event. So it's like, wait, if you're in charge of this event, you're gone. <laughs> hey, we're you're in good like, hands. <laughs> we know yeah, what this person's doing. Yeah, so they were trying to find the organizers, and they had already left for the day, apparently. So they left, apparently, whoever this guy was to try and pull the plug, and their three security guards that held, the, <laughs> held him from the actual <laughs> generator so they couldn't turn it off. And then when they tried to rush the stage... <laughs> I smell the Emmy. Is, the, show, so good. the show is Who is America? We kept getting it wrong. It's Who is America? Uh, what is America? Was that? Uh, was that? No, this Charles is America. Is the that was the Danny yeah. Glover song? Not Danny Glover. Sorry, Donald, Donald, Donald Glover. I mean, Glover. It was not the guy from Lethal Weapon. Yeah. All right, no, this is great. <laughs> we're out of time for this uh, hour and for today's show, but have a great Monday, everybody. If that's not an oxymoron, we'll be back tomorrow, and we'll talk to you. We start at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. So long.